The room is hushed, except for the occasional clink of a coin in a metal box or the click-clack of a woman in heels. A few people mill around. It is the middle of the day, and the church sanctuary offers a respite from the baking sun outside. The smell of candle wax and lilies hangs in the air. Light filters through the saint-filled stained-glass windows. Pews creak, much like they do here. Your eyes adjust to the light, and then you see her. She stands off to one side, smiling slightly. Dressed modestly but neatly, she has an openness about her that draws you from across the room. Care shines in her eyes. She can hear any story that you have to tell her. As you approach, you notice that others have been been there to talk to her before you. At her feet sit roses, her favorite flower. Little notes are pinned on the hem of her dress. Candles fill her candle stand. Looking up at her, gazing down at you, the old words leap to mind. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. Whether the Catholic Church is in Mexico or Sweden or Nigeria or Massachusetts, you will have at least one representation of Mary, the mother of Jesus. She may be dressed in a blue flowing gown or one the colors of the Mexican flag. She might stand on a globe or be lifted into midair by a group of cherubs. She might have pale skin and blonde hair or jet black hair and a dark brown complexion. No matter what she looks like, Mary will be there in that Catholic Church and always in a place of honor. Mary is the Catholic Church's image of the Sacred Mother, and Mary is by no means the only image of the feminine divine. Feminine images of the holy have existed for as long as humans have been worshiping, as long as men and women and children have experienced awe, then there have been feminine attributes given to that source of awe. The modern understanding of gender being fluid and on a continuum would not have been so radical for ancient peoples. Our binary male-female way of thinking comes from monotheism's roughly 400-year-old desire to simplify and to solidify things. The move from many gods to one god forced ancient religions to marginalize the feminine divine in favor of God the Father. But just as plants and animals, birds and insects come in male and female, so has theology held a place for the masculine and the feminine and gender expressions between male and female. In many cultures, female images of the divine exist right alongside the masculine ones. Hindus, Native Americans, and Roman Catholics revere a vast array of men and women, gods and goddesses, male and female spirits. The folklore of Greece and Italy, of Egypt and Scandinavia, give us whole family systems 
of gods and goddesses, some of whom shift from gender to gender. There's no shortage of feminine images of the divine if you dig a little. So why, then, does one have to look so hard to find them in a Unitarian Universalist church? Our history gives us some clues and a challenge as well. In many ways, Unitarian Universalism took Protestantism to its logical conclusion. Over the course of our 230-year history, we reformed ourselves right out of Christendom. (laughs) And in the process, we did what Protestants are famous for. We pitched out anything that hinted of idolatry, religious imagery, or superstition. Look around this sanctuary. No Catholic would ever confuse this for their church. No saints for us, no sacred texts for us, no stained glass for us. Well, in some of our churches, yes, but no hocus-pocus for us. Thank you very much. We'll be plain and Puritan and Protestant. In the process, though, we drove out every feminine image of the holy from our churches as well. But we could not drive out the hunger for the sacred mother Our tiny denomination is currently about 25 years into its latest reformation. We're about 25 years into an era when women run Unitarian Universalist churches in greater and greater numbers, lay and ordained women alike. We crossed the threshold a couple of years back when there were more Unitarian Universalist women serving in the ministry than there were men and this trend will only grow. If you could see the numbers in seminary, it's five to one women to men. The next president of the Unitarian Universalist Association will likely be a woman. And in a similar vein, we're about 25 years into a resurgence of spirituality in our churches. This resurgence of spirituality is neither Christian nor humanist, In its flavor, it contains a new appreciation of paganism, earth-centered spirituality, multi-religious practices, and the feminine divine. As the pendulum always does, it is swinging. This time, it swings toward a Unitarian Universalism that looks less intellectual, less sure of itself, more open to imperfection and forgiveness. It swings toward a Unitarian Universalism that is comfortable with ambiguity, messiness, and grace. The goddess must be smiling from ear to ear somewhere. The challenge for us will be to not let subtle and not-so-subtle forms of sexism derail this latest Reformation. As more and more women enter our ministry, more and more people in our churches are threatened by female leadership. Men and women, lay and clergy, get awfully stuck in their ways and resist change mightily. Some of the fiercest opposition women ministers face 
can come from their own female colleagues and their own female congregants. Sexist comments and actions take place in every church, this one included. Any woman in leadership is going to have to overcome some opposition to her simply being there. Just as Unitarian Universalists have not overcome our racism or our heterosexism, we have not overcome our sexism either. All of us, male and female, have progress to make to be more feminist. We have more to do to achieve true equality. One who has a man's wings and a woman's also is in himself a womb of the world, said the ancient Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu. And being a womb of the world, he continues continuously and endlessly, this person gives birth. The great philosopher continues, one who preferring light prefers darkness also, is in herself an image of the world, and in being an image of the world is continuously, endlessly, the dwelling of creation. One who is the highest among men and also the humblest is in himself a valley of the world, and being a valley of the world continuously, endlessly conducts the one source from which all vessels may be usefully filled. If we understand Lao Tzu correctly, it is only when we are conscious of being male and female at the same time that we will be of any use in this world. It is only when we are both male and female that we will be a womb of the world, continuously, endlessly giving birth. It is only when we are both male and female that we will prefer both light and darkness and be an image of the world that is endlessly the dwelling of creation. If we are to be the one source from which vessels may be usefully filled, we must be both the highest and the humblest. We must be male and female, all of us, And this leads us back in the direction of the need for the feminine divine. In her book, The Spiral Dance, Starhawk, who was also the author of the responsive reading that we did, Starhawk writes the following. She says, The importance of of the goddess symbol for women cannot be overstressed. The image of the goddess inspires women to see ourselves as divine, our bodies as sacred, the changing phases of our lives as holy, our aggression as healthy, our anger as purifying, and our power to nurture and create, but also to limit and destroy when necessary as the very force that sustains all life. Through the goddess, we can discover our strengths, enliven our minds, own our bodies, and celebrate our emotions. We can move beyond narrow, conflicting roles 
and become whole. And lest we think that the goddess is only for women, Starhawk continues with this word to the men in the room. The goddess, she says, is also important to men. The oppression of men in father-god-ruled patriarchy is perhaps less obvious, but no less tragic than that of women. Men are encouraged to identify with a model no human being can successfully emulate. To be mini-rulers of narrow universes. What a line. To be mini-rulers of narrow universes. Men, she says, are internally split into a spiritual self that is supposed to conquer their baser animal and emotional natures. They are at war with themselves, she says, in the West to conquer sin and in the East to conquer desire or ego. Few escape from these wars undamaged. I want to take us back to that cool, hushed church, sheltered from the heat and the bustle of the street outside. That church in Rome, or Lima, or Cape Town, or Boston. Back to that sanctuary filled with the scent of candle wax and flowers, back to the place where you and I can come carrying emotional and spiritual pain. Back to the statue of Mary, smiling gently down on you, listening to you. You, like me, are a stranger in this Catholic Church. We are religious tourists here. But as religious tourists, we can feel the serious devotion of the others who are there because it is their faith and their church, a devotion that in that place might escape us. The question I ask you this morning is where is your altar to the feminine holy? What form does she take in your life? How and where do you bring yourself to the feet of the sacred mother? I would argue that as we are in most things, we are quite transcendentalist in our approach to the feminine divine. I would argue that if we have eyes to see her, we will in find find her everywhere. In a walk in the woods with a stream running by, in a particular song or prayer or chant or ritual, in the cycles of the moon, in ancient mythology, in our own circle of family and friends. The goddess is everywhere if you look for her. She is Our Lady of Guadalupe. She is Isis and the Venus of Villendorf. She's Kuan Yin and Mother Earth. Her feminine energy joins a vast stream of creative, nurturing, life-giving water that has flowed through all times and in all places. She is available to you and to me. She is the creator of all life, its birth and its destruction. 
In her lap we live. In her mercy we are made whole. So be it. Amen.